As a believer, reading God's Word is a critical part of your daily spiritual journey. And because it's so important, we've created a unique new resource to help you immerse yourself in biblical truth and open your eyes to all God's Word has for you. It's a free PDF download called The Word One-to-One that takes you on a guided journey through John chapter one. With biblical text and short commentary, each page provides insights that will strengthen your faith in an easy to read guided format. There's truly no other resource like this. Download your free PDF copy today at premierinsight.org forward slash resources. That's premierinsight.org forward slash resources. Bringing the Word to Life, the Bible in a Year. Psalm 100 Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is good. It is He who made us, and we are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. Enter His gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. 2 Chronicles chapter 7 When Solomon finished praying, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. The priests could not enter the temple of the Lord because the glory of the Lord filled it. When all the Israelites saw the fire coming down and the glory of the Lord above the temple, they knelt on the pavement with their faces to the ground and worshipped and gave thanks to the Lord, saying, He is good. His love endures forever. Then the king and all the people offered sacrifices before the Lord. And King Solomon offered a sacrifice of 22,000 head of cattle and 120,000 sheep and goats. So the king and all the people dedicated to the temple of God. The priests took their positions, as did the Levites with the Lord's musical instruments, which King David had made praising the Lord, and which were used when he gave thanks, saying, His love endures forever. Opposing the Levites were the priests. They blew their trumpets, and all the Israelites were standing. Solomon consecrated the middle part of the courtyard in front of the temple of the Lord, and there he burnt offerings and the fat of the fellowship offerings, because the bronze altar he had made could not hold the burnt offerings, the grain offerings and the fat portions. So Solomon observed the festival at that time for seven days, and all Israel with him, a vast assembly, people from Lebo Hamath and the Wadi of Egypt. On the eighth day he held an assembly, for they had celebrated the dedication of the altar for seven seven days, and the festival for seven days more. On the twenty-third day of the seventh month, he sent people to their homes, joyful and glad in his heart for the good things the Lord had done for David and Solomon and his people Israel. When Solomon had finished the temple of the Lord and the royal palace and succeeded in carrying out all he had in mind to do in the temple of the Lord and his own palace, the Lord appeared to him in the night and said, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a temple for sacrifices. 
When I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain, or command locusts to devour the land, or send a plague among my people, if my people who are called by name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear it from heaven, and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayers offered in this place. I have chosen and consecrated this temple so that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart will always be there. As for you, if you walk before me faithfully as David your father did and do all I command and observe my decrees and laws, I will establish your royal throne as I covenanted with David your father when I said, You shall never fail to have a successor to rule over Israel. But if you turn away and forsake the decrees and commands I have given you and go off to serve other gods and worship them, then I will uproot Israel from my land which I have given them and will reject this temple I have consecrated for my name. I will make it a byword and an object of ridicule amongst all peoples. This temple will become a heap of rubble. All who pass by will be appalled and say, Why has the Lord done such a thing to this land and to this temple? People will answer, Because they have forsaken the Lord, the God of their ancestors, who brought them out of Egypt and embraced other gods, worshipping and serving them. That is why he brought all this disaster on them. 2 Chronicles chapter 8 At the end of twenty years, during which Solomon built the temple of the Lord and his own palace, Solomon rebuilt the villages that Hiram had given him and settled the Israelites in them. Solomon then went to Hamath Sobah and captured it. He also built up Tamador in the desert and all the store cities he'd built in Hamath. He rebuilt Upper Beth Horon and Lower Beth Horon and fortified cities with walls and with gates and bars, as well as Balath and all his store cities and all the cities for his chariots and for his horses. Whatever he desired to build in Jerusalem, in Lebanon and throughout the territory he ruled. Though there were still people left from the Hittites, the Amorites, the Pezzarites, the Hivites and the Jebusites, these people were not Israelites. Solomon conscripted the descendants of all these people remaining in the land, whom the Israelites had not destroyed, to serve as slave labour as it is to this day. But Solomon did not make slaves of the Israelites for his work. They were his fighting men, commanders of his captains, and commanders of his chariots and charioteers. They were also King Solomon's chief officials, 250 officials supervising the men. Solomon brought Pharaoh's daughter up from the city of David to the palace he had built for her. For he said, My wife must not live in the palace of David, king of Israel, because the places the ark of the Lord has entered are holy. On the altar of the Lord that he had built in front of the portico, Solomon sacrificed burnt offerings to the Lord according to the daily requirement for offerings commanded by Moses for the Sabbath, the new moons and the three annual festivals, the festival of the unleavened bread, the festival of the weeks and the festival of the tabernacles. In keeping with the ordinance of his father David, he appointed the divisions of the priests for their duties and the Levites to lead the praise and to assist the priests according to each day's requirement. He also appointed the gatekeepers by divisions for the various gates, because this was what David, the man of God, had ordered. They did not deviate from the king's commands to the priests or to the Levites in any matter, including that of the treasuries. All Solomon's work was carried out from the day the foundation of the temple of the Lord was laid until its completion. So the temple of the Lord was finished.
Then Solomon went to Edzon Geber and Elath on the coast of Edom, and Hiram sent ships commanded by his own men, sailors who knew the sea. These, with Solomon's men, sailed to Ophir and brought back 450 talents of gold, which they delivered to King Solomon. Second Chronicles chapter 9 When the Queen of Sheba heard of Solomon's fame, she came to Jerusalem to test him with hard questions. Arriving with a very great caravan, with camels carrying spices, large quantities of gold and precious stones, she came to Solomon and talked with him about all she had on her mind. Solomon answered all her questions. Nothing was too hard for him to explain to her. When the Queen of Sheba saw the wisdom of Solomon, as well as the palace he had built, the food on his table, the seating of his officials, the attending servants in their robes, the cupbearers in their robes, and the burnt offerings he had made at the temple of the Lord, she was overwhelmed. She said to the king, The report I heard in my own country about your achievements and your wisdom is true, but I did not believe what they said until I came and saw with my own eyes. Indeed, not even half the greatness of your wisdom was told me. You have far exceeded the report I heard. How happy your people must be. How happy your officials who continually stand before you and hear your wisdom. Praise be to the Lord your God who has delighted in you and placed you on his throne as king to rule for Lord your God. Because the love of your God for Israel and his desire to uphold them forever, he has made you king over them to maintain justice and righteousness. Then she gave the king 120 talents of gold, large quantities of spices and precious stones. There had never been such spices as those the Queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. The servants of Hiram and the servants of Solomon brought gold from Ophir and also brought wood and precious stones. The king used the wood to make steps for the temple of the Lord and for the royal palace, and to make harps and lyres for the musicians. Nothing like them had ever been seen in Judah. King Solomon gave the Queen of Sheba all she desired and asked for. He gave her more than she had brought him. The weight of the gold that Solomon received yearly was 666 talents, not including the revenues brought in by merchants and traders. Also, the kings of Arabia and the governors of the territories brought gold and silver to Solomon. King Solomon made 200 large shields of hammered gold. 600 shekels of hammered gold went into each shield. He also made 300 small shields of hammered gold with 300 shekels of gold in each shield. The king put them in the palace of the forest of Lebanon. Then the king made a great throne covered with ivory and overlaid with pure gold. The throne had six steps and a footstool of gold was attached to it. On both sides of the seats were armrests, with a lion standing beside each of them. Twelve lions stood on the six steps, one at either end of each step. Nothing like it had ever been made for any other kingdom. All King Solomon's goblets were gold, and all the household articles in the palace of the forest of Lebanon were pure gold. Nothing was made of silver, because silver was considered of little value in Solomon's day. The king had a fleet of trading ships manned by Hiram's servants. Once every three years, it returns, carrying gold, silver and ivory, and apes and baboons. King Solomon was greater in riches and wisdom than all the other kings of the earth. All the kings of the earth sought audience with Solomon to hear the wisdom God had put in his heart. Year after year, everyone who brought a gift, articles of silver and gold and robes, weapons, spices and horses and mules. 
Solomon had 4,000 stalls for horses and chariots, and 12,000 horses which he kept in the chariot cities and also with him in Jerusalem. He ruled over all the kings from the Ephurites River to the land of the Philistines, as far as the border of Egypt. The king made silver as common in Jerusalem as stones, and cedar as plentiful as sycamore fig trees in the foothills. Solomon's horses were imported from Egypt and were from all other countries. As for the other events of Solomon's reign, from beginning to end, are they not written in the records of Nathan the prophet, in the prophecy of Elijah the Shilonite, and the versions of Iddo and the seer concerning Jeroboam son of Nebat? Solomon reigned in Jerusalem over Israel for 40 years. Then he rested with his ancestors and was buried in the city of David his father, and Rehoboam his son succeeded him as king. For more resources to help you bring the word to life, go to premier.org.uk slash Bible. This reading has been taken from the NIV Bible Biblica and is published by Hodder and Stoughton.